0: And I worship you I am. Lord, you were, you are mighty in this place. You are about to listen to Bishop Chrissy Ampuffo, pastor of Lighthouse Chapel International, Takari. Bishop Chrissy Ampofo has a unique teaching with a clearer understanding of the word. Get ready for an awesome time in the Word and receive your blessing, healing, and prophetic word as you listen to Bishop Christy Ampho. As I sing praises to your
1: name, worship ha.
0: you.
1: Hallelujah. Well, this morning we want to start looking at a very important um, topic in our lives as Christians and I believe that um, it is one of the most important things that you could ever um, learn about hallelujah and um, anytime you come to church remember it's a time of learning you have to have your books your notebook and your pen and then your um, your bible Jesus we thank you Jesus, we bless your name. We thank you for your great work of deliverance. We thank you for your great work of healing. We thank you for your great work that you have done in our lives, that you have done in the church, that you have done in somebody's life. I thank you for deliverance. I thank you that you spared the life of that one in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for your power and your presence in the name of Jesus. Have your way, Lord, at all times. Magnify yourself. I speak your blessing over your children of oh God. Indeed, may they walk around manifesting the glory of God, the power of God, in the name of Jesus. May your, the gifts of the Spirit of God come alive in the church and in our lives. Oh, thank you. May your word come alive. Your word of deliverance. Your songs of deliverance. May they be activated in the church. Thank you, Lord. Be the king and be the master. Be the Lord. In the name of Jesus, I pray. And everybody say, Amen. 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 Give the Lord a big, big, big clap of friend. Yeah. Hallelujah tell the person standing by you God has just delivered you from something that Satan had planned for you in Jesus name take your seats in the house of the Lord Amen I really believe that a certain plan of the devil has been disturbed amen and when you feel the holy spirit talking to you you must not ignore his voice hallelujah most of the time you hear his voice as a feeling you hear his voice in the form of heaviness in your heart amen give me Romans chapter 9 verse 1, Romans chapter 9 verse 1 you would feel a certain weight when you feel it he said, I say the truth in Christ, I lie not my conscious conscience also bearing me witness in the Holy Ghost, next verse that I have great heaviness and continual sorrow in my spirit amen in my heart so when you have that thing in your heart it is verse 1 that is happening the Holy Ghost is saying something to you and most of the times we can't understand the things that he's saying but whenever you have that feeling I said whenever you have that feeling I said whenever you have that feeling just go on your knees and pray until the feeling were left. Amen. There was a time when God was speaking to Moses. And Bible says that Israel had thunder. They had thunder. But Moses had words. Hallelujah. I say Israel had thunder. They couldn't hear anything God was saying. All they could hear was the thunderings. But Moses he could hear the speakings of the Lord. Hallelujah. In the same way, many of the things that the Holy Spirit says, we can not hear it somehow, but we can sense it and we can feel it. So when you have the feeling and when you have the sensing, when you have the heaviness, know that God is trying to say something. But whatever it is, even if you don't know what it is, you can just lift up a prayer and especially if you can pray in tongues just speak in tongues and speak in tongues and speak in tongues and speak in tongues just speak in tongues until the heaviness will lift and then whatever it was God wanted you to do it would have been done in the name of Jesus I said in the name of Jesus may you hear God speaking to you from today in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Now, by the grace of God, I want to start speaking to you about something very important. Amen. Everybody say, very important. Yes. Something very, very, very important. And what I want to speak about is called sin. Sin. S I N sin. So the title of my message is called sin. Okay? Alright. Isaiah chapter 59 verse 1 and 2. Isaiah chapter 59 verse 1 and 2. Isaiah 59 1 and 2. Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened that it cannot save. Neither his ear heavy that it cannot hear verse 2 but your iniquities have separated between you and your God and your sins have hid his face from you that he will not hear wow now sin is that thing that can separate you and God. Hallelujah. I said sin is that thing that can separate between you and God. It will cause there to become a great gulf, a separation between you and God. It will be like God is not there anymore. It will be as if the hand of God is shutting and that is what the Bible says in Isaiah 59 verse 1 that he was explaining you see God at a point God had to explain he said that it is not that my hand is short amen God had to explain that his hand has not become short his hand is still long even the police we say the long hand of the law is that not what we say It means that the law, it has a very, very long hand. If you do something in America and you run away to Ghana, Interpol can come and catch you. So although you are in Ghana, thousands of kilometers from America, Interpol can catch you and they can take you back. Amen. God's hand is longer. I say God's hand, it is longer. Amen. But there was a time it looked as if his hand was short. So God had to explain. He said, it is not that my hand is short. My hand is not short. And it is not that my ears cannot hear. For my ears are very sharp. He can hear from heaven. Hallelujah. I said he can hear from heaven. He can hear the cries of his children from heaven he heard Israel when they were in Egypt and they were crying he heard it he heard Hagar when she cried in the desert she heard it he heard it fully amen so God was explaining that it is not that he has he is now listening to you in (laughs) Ethiopia. like our president says no 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 but there is a problem. I said there is a problem. Yeah. There is a reason why it seems as if your prayers are not being heard. or it's a, There's a reason why it seems as if your shoutings cannot be heard by God. And he explains it in verse 2. He says in verse 2, your iniquities have separated between me, you, and your God. Your iniquities have separated between you and your God. It means there was a separation. A separation. A separation means that a separation. One on the left and one on the right. Mm. Yeah, a separation. Then he goes on to say that your sins have hid his face from you. So there's an eclipse. Something is hiding the face of God from you. That something, he says, is called sin. Amen. Wow. This thing called sin is a very major thing that we must be able to identify and then get out of our life or control. Amen. Sin would cause your life to be as if there is no God. Yes. It will look like there is no God but there's a God. I said there is God. Yeah. So we have to understand fully what this same thing is. In the Garden of Eden, the Bible says that there was a certain man called Adam with his wife Eve. They had a special relationship with God, the first man and the first woman. And their relationship with God was such that every evening, the Bible says that the presence of God came to them. They could hear the voice of the Lord walking through the garden. And they were so happy and excited. Amen. And then one day a certain visitor came to the garden. His name was was called Satan. Now Satan is God's number one enemy. Amen. And Satan has only one aim. His aim is that He will steal man from God and take man with him to hell. Satan wants to take you to hell. Satan wants to kill you. Satan wants to destroy your life. Amen. And so Satan came into the garden and when he saw the connection between man and God, he hated it because he had it before. Amen. Satan was very close to God. He was a worship number, one worship guru. Amen. was a minister. The Bible says that his being was made of instruments. When he's ministering, the keyboard, the guitar, the bass, the lead, all those things, they come from within him. Hey! He was not a simple creation. He, God created him to give him worship and to lead praise. He was called Lucifer, son of the morning. Hey, wasn't a small guy at all? And then one day, Bible says, sin was found in him. Sin was found in him. And when sin was found in Satan, Lucifer, he was cast out of heaven. And he came to the earth, and the Bible says, "Woe to the inhabitants of the earth, because the accuser of the brethren has been cast out." Hallelujah. Satan's greatest manifestation is accusation. Amen. I said, Satan's greatest when, when you when you are seeing Satan in full gear, Satan in his clerical shirt. Satan in his cassock, you see him in the form of accusation. Hey, that's his wildest, that's his best. When you see, when, when he wants to be like Abedipele in what he does, he will manifest as an accuser, and he's called the accuser of the brethren. Wow he would accuse you. Hey! When he was crucifying Jesus, at the last minute, he manifested himself. Accusations was what? Left and right accusation. Hey! Accusation is Satan's highest manifestation. One day, the people caught Apostle Paul. When they caught Paul they took him to prison. When they were taking him to prison the the general or whoever who was taking Paul to prison he asked Apostle Paul a question. <laughs> if I tell you the question you'll be so surprised. The guy who arrested Paul he said to Paul Are you the Egyptian who has led 4,000 murderers into the wilderness? That is the question he asked Paul. And I said, hey, look at accusation. Accusation at its highest, it's like 100% lies. He said that Paul was an Egyptian. Paul said he was many things, but he never said he was an Egyptian. And he said he has led 4,000 bedrooms into the wilderness. So as the guy was arresting Paul, even the basis of the arrest, his understanding of the arrest, look at it. He was capturing an Egyptian. You read Acts chapter 22 to 24. You see that story there. Hey, wow, accusation. That is Satan. And Bible says, until sin was found in him, he was perfect. Then he was cast down to the earth, and he entered the Garden of Eden. When he entered the Garden of Eden, he went straight to Adam and Eve. And he caused them to sin. You see, he co- just, just one thing, he made them to sin. Why did he make them to sin? He made them to sin because he wanted God to cast them out of his presence. Yeah. He wanted God to cast them out of his presence. So he taught them to sin. And what did he teach them to do? He taught them to disobey the instruction of God. Amen disobedience of God's instruction is sin. We'll come to the definitions of sin. There are various definitions of sin. But basically, when you disobey God's instruction, Mm -hmm. hallelujah. So he taught them to sin. When they sinned, what happened? Did the Bible say Satan took them out of the garden? No. God took them out of the garden. Wow. When you read the story of Balak and Balaam, Balak went to see Balaam. He said, Balaam, curse these people for me. And the Bible says that the prophet went and he stood on a hill somewhere where he could see the whole of the Israel Um, nation moving through the land which belonged to Balak and Bible says he began to curse but when he opens his mouth to curse instead of a curse a blessing would come why because they were protected and shielded by God the presence of God was with them hallelujah so he couldn't curse them but he didn't stop there when you read the Bible the Bible says that Balaam he taught israel how to sin because that was the only way he could break their fellowship with god the only way was to make them to sin so bible says he taught israel how to fornicate with moab that's a prophet i said that's the prophet he was doing classes on fornication Step number one, do this. Step number two, do this. Step number three, do this. Say this to her. Say this to him. Do this to her. Do this to him. He was teaching the Bible. He taught them to fornicate with Moab. And so when Israel fornicated with Moab and then they sinned, then God himself rose up against them. Yeah. So sin is Satan's number 1 weapon that he is using against you. And you may think that you are enjoying in sin, but what you don't know is that Satan is banishing you from the presence of God. When sin came into the life of Adam and Eve, Bible says that God drove them out of the garden and he set a seraphim at the entrance of the garden with a flaming sword. Yeah. Said they can never enter the garden again why? because of sin because of sin because of sin yeah which is almost finding a comfortable place in the church now yeah wow sin which all of us sitting here, we are inside. So it's not as if it's somebody. Huh? One man used to go to church. When the pastor finishes preaching, then he will come and say, pastor, you gave it to them. It was a very good message. So every time when the pastor preaches, he comes to say that then one day it rained. It rained so well that it was only the man and the pastor who came to church so now the pastor said, I have got this man he preached when he finished the sermon, took offering everything and closed then the man came, he said, pastor in fact, if they had come, this message it would be correct for them (laughs) yes, so even me who is preaching, I am not excluding myself, yeah, so it's not as if I'm some righteous man that I'm preaching to some unrighteous people, no we are with the inside. We are praying that we shall overcome the sin and all go to heaven. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you in the church? Yeah. So sin, 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 Bonnie, it's so bad that it caused God to drive Adam and Eve out. He said, out of my presence. Out, out. I don't want you in the garden anymore. I don't want you close to me. Why? Because of sin. Sin will separate you from God. When Satan makes you to sin, he is, co- he is intentionally doing it so that you will be deprived of the presence of God in your life. There will be no God. It will be as if the hand of God is short. It will be as if God cannot help his people. It will be as if God cannot protect his people. But it is not the case. It will be like God cannot hear prayers. But it is not the case. What the case is, is that your iniquities and your sin has separated you from your God. And it has hidden the face of God from you. There is an eclipse. There is an eclipse. Eclipse of the face of God. We can't see God anymore. Yes. Why? Because of sin. Look, don't joke with what I'm preaching. Don't joke with what I'm preaching at all. Amen. I am actually speaking prophetically to you. Yeah. I'm speaking prophetically to you. Deal with the sins in your life. Deal with the sins in your life. Deal with the sins in your life. Sin will bring you separation from God sin will separate you from your God sin will bring you defeat in your life yeah, sin wow so one of the names of God is Oye Boniface God is a, for, a God who forgives sins because without the forgiveness of sins, God cannot relate with us and if God separates himself from us, you cannot live anymore, you will die You will have failure. You will have sickness. You will have defeat if God is not with you. Yeah. Only trouble. Only trouble. Only trouble. Only trouble. Yeah. Wahala, wahala, wahala. And then you end up going to hell. Yeah. So we must look at our lives and we must be honest with ourselves and deal with sin. Yeah, and and that is why we we need to have a whole service where we would define what is sin. Because it's, it's different, different. We have the general definition of sin, then we have even personal definitions of sin. Yeah, like Jonah. When Jonah was running away from God, give me Colossians 3, 5. When Jonah was running away from God, what was he running from? He was running from a personal instruction God had given him. He, he was disobeying that personal instruction that said, go to Nineveh. God told him. Him, Jonah. Him, Jonah. So that's a personal instruction. And his disobedience to that personal instruction is a personal sin. Yeah. And so, the Bible says, mortify therefore your members, which are upon the earth, fornication, uncleanness, inordinate affection, evil cockle, and covetousness, which is idolatry." Next verse. "...for which things sake..." You see, and the scripture reminds me of Jonah. He says, "...for which things sake the wrath of God cometh..." You see, when Jonah went into the ship, the Bible says, the people set off now as they were going a great wind arose against the ship and it began to scatter the ship and the people decided that they have to throw out everything they had gone to buy things from du- dubai they had gone to buy furniture they have going to bring machines they are bringing and uh, generators to countries like ghana and so on and they were going to cast all into the sea so that the ship will not sink. Are you with me? So when Jonah saw the thing, you know, Jonah wasn't such a bad person. He said to them that this thing, uh, in fact, before Jonah could speak, the people said that we have to cast lots. So they cast lots. When they did, see, 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 that the code know, that thing. So when they did it, the thing fell on Jonah. That say, Jonah, what, what have you done? Then Jonah said, they shouldn't throw their things away. He said that they should throw him into the sea. And as soon as, and the people didn't want to do it because it's a very wild thing. But the Bible says, as soon as they threw Jonah into the sea, the winds stopped, the wrath. So that's that's why it reminds me of Jonah. He says that the wrath of God, go back to Colossians, verse 6. He says that the wrath of God comes, you see, the wrath of God. So, so when, when you walk and live in sin, certain things can come to you. Yeah. Certain things have access to you. You see. And the reason why they have access to you is because. What do But say? The things that wanted to come which couldn't come because God was around you. I said because the presence of God was with you. I said because uh, because those that couldn't come, as soon as God removes his hands, now those things will have access to you. So he said that the wrath of God comes. It comes and he specifies. He says to the children of disobedience. To the children of disobedience. To the children of disobedience. But you see, it's because. Yes, it is far. So we think that God is too far. So we, we keep the things. We keep the things God has said we should not keep, like unforgiveness. We keep it. There are many people here. We have unforgiveness in the heart. We have people we haven't forgiven. Yes, you see, and you think it is okay. You see, uh, but it's because baby, and you may tell me, who are playing ground? In fact, it's a whole war. Where you no see God, no see God. In fact, there was a time God, God became annoyed with this attitude. So he said, Why does Jacob think that his ways are hidden from me? He, he asked a question. He said, why? Why does Jacob think that his ways are hidden from me? And why does Israel think that his judgment is passed? Yeah. Why does Israel think that his judgment is passed? You do first abortion, nothing happened. Second abortion, nothing happened. Third abortion, nothing happened. So now you think that your judgment is passed. Yes. You think that the sin doesn't matter anymore. You think that God is okay, you see. So He said, "That why do you think that your ways are hidden, and why do you think that my judgment is past? My judgment is not past. My judgment is not past. Just that nowadays I'm different from how I was. How I was, no, I would have killed you by now. Aha. Uh-huh. But Jesus, indeed, my me now for last day. and else? What's the last days are dangerous for last day. Now that's what God is saying <laughs> I listen to what I'm saying yeah you see nobody here looks like a sinner look at the person sitting by you nobody looks like a sinner but the sure thing that person has you see you can't be sure whether the person will become a minister of state or something but the sure thing about the person is that he has sin that's the sure thing the person has sin yeah and we should be so afraid of sin. We should so not like sin. Yeah, we should grow wild against sin. We should be like Job. Job was a bit extra old. But Job, even when his children have a party, after the party, he, Job, he wasn't at the party. He would go and do sacrifices and he would be praying that maybe they sent. Just in case they sinned. (laughs) Amen. He was always, he was so conscious of the sin. Yeah, righteous man. So God said to Lucifer, He said, Have you considered my servant Job? He said that he is righteous. He said, He's righteous. He said he's righteous. Hallelujah. So this morning, I'm I'm just introducing to you this subject of sin. It it makes God's hand seem to be short. And then it makes God's ears seem to be heard. God is not saying that to us. No. And it's not that his ears, they can't hear. God's ears, they can hear. They are sharp. They are so sharp that when you think, he hears it. Yeah. Sarah was in her room. And God had visited Abraham. And God said to Abraham... Your wife Sarah shall be with child, and then she laughed. Bible says she laughed within her, and then the ears of God picked it up. He said, Why did Sarah laugh? (laughs) Say, why did Sarah laugh? She was laughing in her heart, too. Say, Why did Sarah laugh? Yeah. So God there, now so no a year. The only problem. Is that ya ye bia tia nyame? Yes. Ya ye bi bea a my yeni nyamin tematiti. Na akieti say nya mean sano abe tia. Now quite say na sousun tiasem. But yes na tiasem. No, 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 he can hear. But sin. Sin. This thing called sin. Yeah. Which Satan introduced in the garden of Eden and it's still amongst us Colossians chapter 3 verse 5 it says verse 5 verse 5 mortify therefore your members which are upon the earth fornication uncleanness inordinate affection Rather, give me um, this King James. Let's try New American. New American. Therefore, consider the members of your earthly body as dead to immorality, impurity, impurity, passion. So that one is the evil desire. Go back to King James. He says that fornication unclean inordinate affection. So inordinate affection is equal to go to NASB. Inordinate affection is equal to a strong uncontrolled desire. A strong uncontrolled desire. A strong, some some people, their anger, they can't control it. It is not of God, it's of the devil. Yeah. Yeah a strong is like you until you do the wrong you will not you will not you will not be pacified it's a strong passion for sin a strong passion to sin to drink to do something to hurt to hate hey I knew somebody when she wakes up in the morning she would think about who she can fight with before she would get up from her bed i know her personal my personal friend Ose a soft kinda san amitiu? What's a me sorry? Mean Sidou. Med Jimmy Timakos me in your beer. Men in a beckon. And Sanna sorry. Hey. What a testimony. Yeah. It's the na now, but can talk. As she's coming. She's coming with her agenda. Say me no becom. Yeah. <laughs> so that's it, passion. Then he goes on to say, evil desire and greed, which amounts to idolatry. Next verse. For it is because of these things that the wrath of God will come upon the sons of disobedience. Wow. You see, sinner, it will finish you. You don't want to have it in your life at all. How can you carry fire in your bosom and not be bent? How can you carry sin in your bosom and not be bent? Show. It will burn you. It will burn you. It will burn you. You are blessed to hear this preaching, I'm telling you. Yeah. Look within your life and sort yourself out and say, look, this one, two, three things, <laughs> I have to deal with it. Yeah. As for the sin, you see, the sin it do not like to go. The sin it likes also you. The sin likes you. Genesis chapter 4. Genesis chapter 4, verse 5. Genesis 4, 5. In Genesis 4, it says, go to verse 3. Verse 3. And in the process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought of the fruit of the ground an offering unto the Lord. And Abel, he also brought of the firstlings of his flock and of the fat thereof. And the Lord had respect unto Abel and to his offering. But unto Cain and to his offering. To Cain and to his offering. To Cain and to his offering. To to his offering. You see, God is a very detailed God. I'm just passing here to say to you that you see, the offering you were giving today, God was considering it. God has a, a spectrometer and he's using it to scan your offering. So, uh, so and to Cain, you see, because to Cain, because Cain gave the offering out of disobedience. Cain knew what he must give, but he didn't, he gave something else. So he says that God's God's view, he was looking at the two of them. He was looking at Cain and was looking at his offering. Do you know why? Because his offering could have saved him. Yeah. His offering could save him. So that is why when you read the uh, the Exodus and all those places, when the people have sin, what do they do? They take a special offering to the Lord. So God said, he looked at Cain. Now, are foreign and so like this one. God looked at you, Pearl. Are you okay? Ah, wonderful. He looked at Pearl and looked at her offering also. God looked at you, Sylvia, and looked at your offering also. Yeah. He looked at you and looked at your offering. No wonder Jesus sat by the offering bowl and he looked at the widow and looked at her offering. Same thing as a father does, so do I do. So in Genesis, God looked at Cain and then he looked at his offering and he did not have respect to the offering at all. Ooh. Be careful. Afore A Afore basa basa aobono. Afore no. Nyamien niwomo. Nyamien niwomo. Now, even government pointy cry, my contractor. He's looking at the offering. He looks at you and looks at the offering. The offering is not working. He would tell you, Charlie, the offering is not working. Somebody is giving me a bigger offering. <laughs> it's fantastic. I used to work with my father. Every time I see him, pay a lot of envelopes, he's doing it. Director of this, director of this, manager of this. <laughs> Put all in the bag, then he goes to town. Hey! Otherwise, oh, you will not survive. It's a game. Amen. But interestingly, God is also looking at you and he's looking at your offering also. Yeah. And he said that he was not happy with Cain's offering at all. And Cain was very angry and his, he squeezed his face. That's the meaning of his countenance fell. And the Lord said unto Cain, Why art thou rough and why is your face like that? next verse if thou doest well shall thou not be accepted and if thou doest not well sin 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 lieth at where at the door and unto thee shall be notice his his personality personality. It means he's talking about a person. Amen. So unto you shall be his desire. You see so it's like fornication can look at you and unto you will be his desire. So suddenly you will have a strong edge to fornicate. It's because sin is at your door and unto you his desire be. And he gave an instruction, he said that but thou shalt rule over him you will rule over him you rule over the feeling and say hey fornication no more no more wickedness no more he said you, will, you should rule over it I said you should rule over it. Rule over the sin in your life. Rule over it. That's why I read Colossians 3.5. Colossians 3.5 says what? Mortify. 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 H.S.E. said to the chain. Amen. Colossians 3.5. Quickly. Quickly. He says that mortify them for your members. Mortify them. Mortify them. Anestize them. Anesthize your 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 feelings with worship and prayers and listening of preaching. Yeah, you are seeing naked girls. Start watching some preaching videos. Start reading your Bible. Open to someone. Blessed is the man who woke up. All those naked girls will, will, they will come out from your eye top be, be or you so? He <laughs> said, mortify. Romans 8, 13. Quickly, quickly. Romans chapter 8, verse 13. He says that, For if ye live after the flesh, ye shall die. But if ye through the Spirit do mortify the deeds of the body, ye shall live. Amen. You will live. Mortify. uh, Change your emotions. You feel like slapping. Change your emotions. I said, chain your emotions. Chain it. Because, you know the interesting thing? It will never vanish. It will be with you till you die. Yeah. It's called the sin nature. It's in Romans chapter 7. But we'll come to all those things as we go on. It will always be there. So you have to, you have to modify it. I have a dog. The dog, I don't know his name. We we tried to name it, but it didn't work. (laughs) Now, the dog... He's always going to town. Hey. So now, I've decided that I will not leave him anymore. Even if I feel sad. Every day, he's inside his cage. In the morning, I'll release him a few hours, some minutes, I'll be around. Then as soon as, after one hour, I'll put him back in the cage. But if I leave him, he will jump the wall and go to town. You see? So I have to mortify him. So you too, you have to control your passions and your desires. And the Bible says, mortify them. Otherwise they would make you to sin. And when you sin, God will separate himself from you. That is it. God will separate himself. God will be far from you. It will be as if there is no God, but there is God. But because of iniquity and because of Disobedience. When you read um, Colossians 3 6, it says that the children of disobedience. So when you disobey God's instructions, it makes you a child of disobedience, and the wrath of God will come to you. Amen. When you read Deuteronomy, he says that Say to the children of Israel If you shall listen to my voice And obey harking to the things that I've said to you And shall obey all my instructions These blessings shall come unto you But if you will not hearken Unto my voice and do all that I've told you To do, then these curses Will come unto you These curses, 28-15 These curses will not come unto you So there is something that Comes when you walk in Sin and disobedience And today, I'm here to tell you that sin must not have the upper hand in your life anymore. The Bible says that if for one reason or the other you find that you have sinned, he says that confess your sins for God is faithful and just to forgive you and cleanse you of all unrighteousness. How many times can I confess? He said, if you fall 70 times, seven times, still rise up, still forgive, still keep confessing and get rid of that sin. Hebrews chapter 12 verse 1. We will end with this one. Hebrews chapter 12 verse 1. The Bible says, Wherefore, see, we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses. Let us lay aside the what? The weights. number one. And then, number two, the sin that easily besets you. The sin that easily besets you. There is a sin that easily gets you. It easily gets you. It easily gets you. It easily gets you. He said that let us lay aside every weight and the sin which does so easily beset us. And let us run with patience the race that is set before us. New American. Give us New American. New American puts it in this way. Therefore, since we have so great a cloud of witness surrounding us, let us also lay aside every encumbrance. <laughs> encumbrance is another topic. Maybe after sin, we should talk about encumbrances. <laughs> you see, sometimes a friend you have is an encumbrance. Encumbrance is a word. Pastor Alex, what does it mean? Encumbrance is something that a hintao, a hintau, it prevents you. You see in the English, in the King James, it says that let us lay aside the weights. If you are running and we give you a a bag of blocks to carry with you, what happens to you? It makes it difficult for you to run. You still run, but it makes it difficult for you to run. Is that not the case? I said, is that not the case? In the same way, there are some friends. There are encumbrances. There are some behaviors they are encumbrances. Yeah. That's how we are in our family. You see, it's an encumbrance. It's like it's a character. It's like something that you learn from your father or your mother, but it's an encumbrance. You must deal with it. Amen. But we are not talking of encumbrances now. He says that and the sin which so easily entangles us. The sin which so easily. What is the sin that so easily entangles you? Wow! Everybody doesn't look like they have a sin that easily enter easily. It's like that sin easily easy. I me on of our cocoa. Saab cocoa. message, message Bible, message Bible message Bible, we are ending with this do you see what this means? all these pioneers who blaze the way, all these veterans are cheering veterans cheering us on it means we better get on with it strip down start running and never quit no extra spiritual fat no parasitic sins <laughs> It's interesting. Me to me try but it's interesting. Amen. I want you to from today to highlight sin when you are doing something in your life, and the thing is, you know, you have to. You have to say this thing. I have to I have to deal with it. Yeah. We should all go and buy um, Jobichan C D. Where's your microphone? Take the microphone. Where's your mic? Semi was sembi Semikaya Nami Pentems, Mera Mabua Mehu, Onyamina Semno, Otsimimunti Semikaya
0: Namejai.
1: That's what he was singing about. He says that the word of God was living in him. I will teach you how to deal with sin. One of it is that the word of God should be in you. When you are about to sin, the Holy Spirit will remind you of that word. Many of us, the things we do that are sins, we know it. We know it. And it comes to our minds, but we don't stop. Do you not know to sing that song fully. Sing it. Flow, brother, quickly. Yes, stand there.
0: Semikaya Name me chamara tumara me The drum
1: pause the drums, pause, pause
0: the, the drum. drum. Pause the drum. Altimuntu semikaya, na me jai. Na me jai. Mwo sembino, semikakaya. Na me pentameda, tumara mabwa me hon. Onyamena semintsi Look
1: this
0: way. I check and Wow, not check me. Miya E Kugu Masem ye was misu yeah wota so sorabotar na wasem sede se e com a mea medin kun Wow
1: He says he needs what patience Hebrews twelve one says that and let us run with patience. The race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author the and the finisher of our, of faith. our faith, Amen, who, for the joy that was set before him, wow, so I want to say to you today, sin is your number one enemy. I think we shall, we would look at characteristics of sin, one of the characteristics of sin is that it is. Some of the sins are nice. <laughs> hey, some of them are nice. Yeah. Some of the some of the encumbrances are nice. One day I was watching the TV. I saw Lana Richie had released a new album. The song was nice. "You Are My Angel" that's the title. I called my wife. Said Charlie, the song is nice, but I cannot be listening to it. <laughs> <laughs> wow, it, it will be an encumbrance. Uh, my stars now Lana Richie and, and what? Pastor Edward. Celine I mean, Ika Mouse, Gregory Isaacs, Teddy, Teddy, Pendergrass., uh-huh. If I keep listening to those songs, how will change? Uh, Become something else, zigimale and things. No, no, no. We have to conform to Don Mowen, No money. Aha. sister. Yes. So I want to say to you that sin, don't joke with it. You will be out before you know it. You'll be crying to God, but He will not be hearing you. Because sin has come to say, stay between you and your God. From today, may God give you the strength to say no, to sin and the wisdom not to sin. In fact, I think that is the most important prayer. Pray that God will give you the wisdom not to sin. The wisdom not to sin. The wisdom not to sin. Pray right now. Pray right now. Stand to your feet. Pray that God will give you the wisdom not to sin in the name of Jesus the wisdom not to sin the wisdom not to sin the wisdom if you know that sin is taking you to hell and you know that sin is bringing the wrath of god against you if you know that sin is bringing you curses oh you will not sin May you have the wisdom not to sin May you have the strength to say no to sin that is knocking at your door everyone here i'm praying over that person's life anyone here who has sin knocking at your door in the name of jesus May you be able to say no in the name of Jesus. May you keep the door closed in Jesus' name. May anger not rule over your life. May fornication and evil passions not rule your life. May all the other sins that God talks about in his word, may they not rule your life. May the instructions God has given to you as a person, may you be able to follow them. May you not have the raft that followed Jonah. Because he disobeyed God's direct instruction to him. May you be delivered from sin. May you be delivered from the actions of sin. May you be delivered from the results of sin. May you be delivered from the punishment of sin. May you be delivered from the effects of sin. In the name of Jesus, may you be delivered. May every demon that will try to force you to sin, may that demon be bound in the name of Jesus. I bound every spirit of the enemy that is causing you and that is enticing you and that is trying to compel you to enter into sin. May that demon be bound in the name of Jesus. I release you from the power of that spirit and from now, may you become free. May you have strength and authority over sin. In the name of Jesus, I pray. And everybody shout, Amen. 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 as all eyes are closed and all heads are bowed maybe you are here but you don't know Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior you want to give your life to Christ if I talk say born again you don't understand what I'm saying but this afternoon you want to say Lord Jesus come into my life if you are here like that lift up your right hand and I'm going to pray with you lift up your right hand and I'm going to pray with you if you need Jesus in your life well I see your hand over there I see your hand over there Come, come to me come to me, come to me, come come to me put your hands together for them as they come God bless you God bless you, God bless you shake my hands God bless you, God bless you what's your name? sorry? Bismarck Bismarck alright, and there you are Emmanuel wow lift up your right hand say this prayer after me, close your eyes say Lord Jesus today I take a quality decision to follow you I may have done this before but today I say but today I am serious Lord, forgive me of all my sins wash me with the blood of Jesus and write my name in your book of
0: life.
1: We believe you've been blessed by this
0: message. For copies of this message, visit our vision bookshop at our church premise near Wan Kowan. you Yeah, yeah. yeah. worship. Would we'll you sing it with me I worship you be words, great I